I'm Rachel Carricker. And I'm Joey Jane. And you're listening to The Science Experience. This is the show that pits scientific fact against voice cracks and pimples. That's right, we're talking puberty, sexual maturity. Yep, it's something we all go through, unfortunately. Yes, it is a bit awkward and confusing. You think? Come on, you get acne on your face, maybe even back knee. You mean back acne? Oh, yeah, and not to mention the body odor, mood swings, and hair everywhere. Okay, so puberty. While puberty may appear to be all natural, the exact timing of puberty and specifically the maturation of reproductive organs can be stimulated by many factors. Oh, oh, like girls, right? The opposite sex. Well, you're not entirely wrong. To dig a little deeper into the science of reproductive development, let's take a look at a fascinating organism, the blue-headed wrasse. If you can imagine, puberty is even more complicated in fish. How so? Don't fish just develop into either a, a dude fish or like a lady fish? Do the genetic determination like us humans? Well, not exactly, Joey. These fish are capable of changing sex. What the fuck? Believe it or not, this is quite common in many fish species. To fully understand these gender-bender blue-headed wrasse, we've contacted an expert in the field. That's right. We've traveled to Florida Keys to speak with a world-renowned reproductive biologist, a native Aussie, Dr. Jasper Carney. Hi, Dr. Carney. Carney, please, call me Jasper. Jasper. So tell us a little bit about your research in the Virgin Islands. This study focuses on social control of sex change in the blue-headed wrasse. So to set the stage, we have five isolated reefs with adult population sizes between about 30 to 60 individuals for our experiments. In a group of blue-headed wrasse, there was one male with brightly coloured scales and a dark pattern behind his head. There's smaller males present too, but they don't matter much. Females follow the one male round and each female mates with this male. They release their eggs and sperm at the same time every day over and over at the same time every day at the same parts of reef. If the alpha male is killed, life finds a way. So, spill the tea, life finds a way by... Now, be patient. Let's first get into the details of this study. In our five reefs, all individuals were captured, sexed, and we began manipulating the reefs for our experiments. So how exactly... Did you sex the fish, like phenotypic differences mainly, or...? A couple things, a couple things. Adult wrasses can be observed in two colour patterns. The larger individuals display an intense blue coloration of the head and dark blotches on the anterior side. These males are called terminal colour phase, or TP. Smaller individuals, both male and female, display a yellow dorsal stripe with white and green blotches on the anterior side. These individuals are called initial color phase, or IP. Okay, so let me get this straight. The TP male is brightly colored and quite large. The one, you know, getting all the chicks. While the IP individuals are duller and much smaller. Exactly right. Now, to confirm sexes, we examine genital papilla. And functional males produce sperm upon examination. 
And what about behaviors? I assume males are more aggressive, maybe more friendly. The TP male is very friendly and flirtatious, not to anthropomorphize too much. But the TP male will do an elaborate dance for all the females. Like he's strutting his stuff. So, he's kind of showing off for his lady friends, huh? Like flashing his bright blue head like, hey. Oi, I mean, yeah, essentially. The male will swim circles in the water column while he vibrates his fins. It's fascinating to watch. Females, on the other hand, do not perform these behaviours. So, the magic happens when you remove the TP male from the reef populations. Is that correct? Oh, yes. There's a dramatic change that occurs following the removal of TP males. As I mentioned previously, if the alpha male is killed or removed, life finds a way. The IP females establish the largest female, and she starts to become more friendly and flirtatious. As time goes on, her body becomes bigger. Scales also begin to change colour. Her head becomes infused with blue, essentially gain the TP coloration. Are you kidding? Not kidding. But here's the kicker. Her ovaries begin to disintegrate and subsequently begin to form into testes. That began producing sperm. I'm sorry I haven't said anything in a while. Are you freaking kidding me? Producing sperm requires all of the, um, <laughs> plumbing, though? As I said, the ovaries disintegrate where testes literally form in its place. Not to go off on a tangent, but there's a gene called DMRT1, which is expressed in the testes. If this gene is turned off in males, the testes will regress begin producing estrogen, and transform into ovary cells, a sex reversal. If this gene is turned on in females, well, you get a functional testis that produces sperm. So, how quickly can this whole process occur? We found that by the third day, the transition to TP coloration had begun. And get this, by day eight, production of sperm. Incredible. And this transformation is fairly coordinated? A sex change is all-encompassing. It's holistic and coordinated in the way that every change happens almost simultaneously. Wow, what a sophisticated model. And social arrangement in the reef is the key to this reproductive switch? Oh, absolutely. These fish can somehow recognise social order in the reef, and then there is this immediate and coordinated change in both the physiology and behaviour of the wrasse. This does indeed demonstrate rather precise social control of sex change. Thanks so much for your time, Jasper. Anytime. The science experience will be right back after this. Every day in America, thousands of animals suffer from cruelty and neglect. Thousands were rescued last year. Right now, there's an animal who needs you. Adopt. Don't shop. And we're back. That was fucking sick. Seriously, I had no clue the environment could play such a crucial role in reproductive development. It's so crucial. The removal of the TP male, an environmental social cue, leads to disintegration of reproductive organs. The environment literally destroys and builds tissue. Not to mention completely altering neural connections that transition from a passive IP female to an aggressive TP male. 
Yeah, and one of my major questions is, why would the blue-headed wrasse, or any animal for that matter, change sex? Yeah, like, understand that environmental cue factors into the how, but what does the organism gain from this? Well, I challenge you all to ask yourselves, what do survival and reproductive success mean? Uh, more sex? Well, yes, technically, but... More sex means more offspring, and this means an increase in fitness. Oh, yeah, that too. So, I ask again, why would any animal change sex? Because it increases their fitness and ensures that they can pass on genetic material to the next generation. In his paper, Jasper refers to this as the size advantage model, in which, and I'm quoting here, Individuals change sex when the reproductive prospects of functioning as the opposite sex exceed the expectations of the current sex. All right, so I bet you're wondering, what's this have to do with me? Well, evolutionarily, it has everything to do with you. Wait, wait, you mean deep down or fish? Not exactly, Joey. Um, well, fish are ancestral to humans, and by studying fish as a model organism, we can better understand our physiology and neural mechanisms regulating behavior. So you're telling me our development and central nervous system share the basis in fish? Exactly. By understanding how the blue-headed wrasse develops and responds to environmental cues, we can better understand how human puberty occurs. So you're saying it's not only hormones and stuff like that that influence puberty? Yep, that's what I'm saying. For instance, increased nutritional value and increased sanitation due to the Industrial Revolution has been credited with puberty occurring at a decreased age. The timing of puberty has changed alongside changes in society and the environment, just like the blue-headed wrasse. So I guess we can learn a thing or two about ourselves from studying fish, huh? Yep. That's the science experience. Thanks for listening.